Hey everybody, welcome to the Artist's Alley Aftermath podcast. Today we are going to be discussing XCon 2022, uh, which is a convention that just happened in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina last weekend. And uh, it's, a, it's a favorite of mine for a while and uh, was really glad to be able to be there and be part of it this past weekend. So just kind of discussing uh, what went down with that and uh, how it was as a show. Uh, I'm recording this for the Faith and Fandom podcast, uh, so I'll be kind of like talking towards the microphone over here as well, but also putting it on Facebook Live, so if you want to interact live uh, as we're talking about it, um, I just wanted to kind of go a little bit over the show and uh, talk about some some wins, some pluses, some minuses, just uh, as the whole thing, and uh, just wanted to say, uh, you know, what was really cool about it. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that, but also... uh, just going over con life in general as of late. Uh, all right, for y'all that have been so patient and cool, uh, I've really, really hated uh, the lack of shows that I've been at. And um, But really grateful for any time I get opportunities to be at shows. So if you're watching on Facebook or if you're listening on the podcast uh, at your own convenience later, uh, just want to say thank you for listening. And uh, I'm going to jump right into that as well. Um, so this was the first XCon convention since 2017, unless I'm completely wrong on that. This is the first one since 2017. And uh, XCon holds a special place in my little nerdy heart because XCon was the first place that I got to do a geek church service. Um and that kind of came about as a just a cool experience because um, at my first con ever, um, I was uh, at uh, as first con with Faith and Fandom. I was at Heroes Con in 2014. When I was at Heroes Con in 2014, uh, I had uh, the showrunner of XCon come up to my booth. Um, his name's Robin at that point in time and uh robin came up to my booth and said that he uh you know needed me at the church service that happened to his con and he invited me to be a part of that um and that he had a show that actually had a sunday morning church service every week every time they did the show and he wanted me to be a part of that and it was pretty cool experience that honestly that was a moment that was really special to me because it told me that i wasn't in the wrong place that literally that if I at my first show someone can come up and tell me, hey, we want you to be part of future shows and we think that what you're doing is valued and valid, that was a big thing. Um, it was a really big thing. And uh, so I was super grateful for that. And uh, that actually happened the next year. Uh, I met uh, David Powers, who was the guy who had been doing the Geek Church service, but he was about to move. And uh, I met him, had a really good experience with him, and uh, ended up doing the church service in 2015. And I did it 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2016, or maybe 17, I believe, um, a local news crew came out and actually did a 
story on the church service too which was just neat they totally butchered everything as far as like information about what the what faith and fandom was because they called it faith and fanhood and it was like literally every time they said it a different way in the news article um they said something different but never the right thing um which was just weird it's just like they literally they've got the books in print in front of them but they just couldn't say the words i digress but um so uh xcon has always held a special place because it I felt in a lot of ways XCon gave me the permission that I felt like I needed to do something more than just have a booth. It told me, hey, you can actually do a church service. So anytime I see someone else doing a church service, because I've done a church service or that they get advice or encouragement for me, I'm like, literally, this is an open door because God opened that door. And um, so back in 20... Well, it's still 2022, but back in February, I was at the Charleston show, um, Captain's Comics Expo, and Brad and Jen Miller, who, uh, if you're familiar with shows in my area, um, or just you've been in the con circuit, uh, they run DJ's Decals, the booth that had been at the at cons in my area forever. And uh, they also run Grand Strand Comic Con, and they're just a really cool couple that is part of our bubble. They came up to my booth uh, back in February and asked me uh, if I would do Geek Church at XCon because they were taking it over. And um, I had that conflict because if y'all know what I'm going through right now, I'm doing a stage production of Wizard of Oz. And uh, we're in the we're in the, the short weeds or whatever they say about that phrase. I don't know what the right phrase is. But uh, we're in, we're in the, the short of it. Like... Uh, uh, tomorrow's a dress rehearsal. And, um, so they asked me about doing it and I couldn't commit to, uh, putting a booth up, but I could commit to doing Sunday morning because even if I just did their church service, I could still leave and get back in time for rehearsal. And, um, so I said yes to that and I'm really, really grateful I did. Um, and, uh, not that I was trying to be lazy, but I wanted to do the same message that I did at Richmond, um, GalaxyCon, just because I thought it was a good message for right now. I thought a lot of people could benefit from it. So that was my focus. That was my goal. And um, we did that. And as I was preparing for it, uh, it, it had been a rough weekend with just shows and rehearsals and everything else and I was kind of burned out um but I was really grateful to be able to go and be part of XCon even in that capacity and to not be to to not let my frustration or discouragement with the rest of life um you know do that and thank you Todd Turner says it's not lazy it's a great message um Todd you say that and I I agree I, I really like the message but uh um when I was saying that, I was talking it over with somebody, and they were like, well, you preach this at Richmond. Surely nobody from Richmond is coming all the way to Myrtle Beach. And uh, uh, one of our one of our Patreon supporters and friends, Jason Crutchfield, um, uh, who drove all the way to the Richmond con back in February, drove all the way down to the Myrtle Beach con, too. And I was like, I saw him, and I was like, oh, no, you're going to hear the same message. Um, but I think it was still encouraging. He brought a friend, too. And uh, Jenna... Uh, it was, I appreciate, Jenna says it was an amazing message for y'all listening on the podcast. And, um, 
So it was it was one of those things that I knew that I was going to do that. And then as I was preparing for that, uh, the day before, the Saturday like night of the uh, before I went to the con on Sunday, uh, Jen Miller uh, hit me up to ask if I wanted to just go ahead and bring my booth or bring my stuff and set it up. And I responded, but, you know, she'd had a long con day and didn't even see my message. So I packed up my stuff, and y'all, I had, like, no books. Like, none. I think I maybe had eight books total, and most of them were, like, hardbacks of book seven. And uh, with that, though, like, I did, I did not have the amount of books that I would normally take to a con. My, my general preference is that anytime I do a show, I have ten copies of everything. Um, and then if it's the new thing, like, thirty copies. But I, I literally had, like, eight books. And, um... But, uh, you know what? I was just happy. It took, honestly, it took a lot of pressure off of me because I didn't feel like I had to have, like, it, it, it made me feel like I didn't have to have a lot of pressure on my booth. So, uh, rolled up there, uh, Sunday morning and, uh, went to go set up and I brought my TV and I'll say this is the first time I've ever actually brought a TV to a con for a church service. And, uh, just because I've been at XCOM before, and this is not a negative, it's just there's not a lot of usual visual displays on a screen level. Um, and so I brought my TV with me, and it's the I still haven't hooked it back up. It's like totally unplugged over there. My family hasn't been able to watch TV all this week because nobody's cared enough to actually plug it in. Um, but I brought my TV with me, and we set it up for the church service. And But I, I, one really cool thing was the, the minute I walked in the door... One of the volunteers, who I haven't seen in five years, yelled out my name, gave me a hug. And that was really cool. Um, so it was really neat to see that, to uh, be able to just know that, you know, there's some familiar faces. And I saw some volunteers that I remembered. Um, I just saw some cool people hanging around that I hadn't, like, I, you know, it's like we haven't skipped a beat. We haven't been in that building in five years. But yet it still worked really well with that. So I kind of set up my stuff for the church service. And then loaded my booth up and uh, just kind of got to going. And uh, I was like kind of out of wits. And I was also, it's Sunday morning, so I'm, I'm checking my phone for uh, messages from my church at home to make sure nothing's on fire, to make sure nothing's breaking. And um, literally on the drive there, I'm trying to send emails because... Uh, we changed over computer system stuff for like check-in and stuff. So I was, I was, I'd been doing damage control that morning already. And, um, as we got to the con, I got set up, got my booth together and y'all, my, my book display was piddly. It was so piddly. Um, but got all the books together and, um, somebody came up and, uh, wanted, they were looking at book seven and I only had book seven in hardback. And, uh, you know, I, they, it's $20 for the hardbacks at cons, um, cause they, it costs a lot to print the hardbacks, which by the way, I can't even show you right now. I have a hardback for book eight now. Um, super pumped about that. Um, but it's like 20 bucks, but like, uh, the, a lady came up and she's like, is it $10? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like, I was just so grateful to be there, to be at a con, to be at, uh, doing church service that morning that's just like absolutely ten dollars go for it and uh so 
you know, <laughs> I was giving away hardbacks for $10, which was super, super deal of the day. And, um, but I was just so grateful that that early in the morning, like literally as the show is starting, people were already getting stuff. And that was just really cool. Um, but it, it was neat to be able to go and do that. And, uh, I had friends that showed up that went and served at their church, April and, uh, Frank went and served at their church for an early service just so they could make it to the con, um, to, for the geek church service. And, uh, Jason and them drove down. There's just a, a handful of folks. Uh, the Campbells, um, Jenna was there as well, and there, there's just a few folks. Um, the the Bronners uh, who do uh, Little Spider Creations. Um, it, it was just neat that you know it, it was it was good to be doing just a devotional and a church service in that setting in that town. It felt good in my soul again. Um, it you know, and just one thing too is uh, I it's. XCon is the only show um, that when we do the church service, it's actually in the same bubble, the same convention floor as the con. Meaning, like, there's no real dividers. It's not in a room or anything like that. And there's two approaches to that. You can use a microphone and just be, like, open air preaching very loudly on a microphone to like even to the people that don't want to hear it scotty hey brother um sorry for mixing up your dinner earlier <laughs> um but uh it, it's one of the things where uh that if it's this big room hundreds of people in there and they give you a microphone and a speaker and like it it makes me nervous and uncomfortable to uh, preach into a microphone into a crowded room for the people that aren't there for that. I'm not afraid of that. Um, but I feel very strongly that if people uh, are going to want to hear a message, a sermon, that they're gonna they're gonna make that choice. Um, and I would rather them make that choice on their own rather than be forced to do it just because I'm in the room. So I didn't use a microphone when I did the church service. Um, and you know, Mr. Campbell had told me that, uh, you know, it was a little harder to hear and which is also why I haven't posted the audio of the church service yet. Um, cause I actually need to edit it and see if I can clean it up. Um, but I, I would rather people be able to choose if they're going to hear the message or not. Um, I, because I just feel like it's a little unfair to force them to it. So it's, it's kind of a toss up, but that's, I, you know, I try to make faith and pain to be a line in the sand where if people want to step up, they can, but not that I'm going to like bash them either way. Um, but did the church service, um, only had about 30 minutes, but I, I kept my time really close to it. And if you actually attend my church on a regular basis, 30 minutes is like a miracle because 40 minutes is our base and half of our pastor's preach super long um i'm one of them sometimes uh but yeah we was, we had like a 30 minute message but then one of the really cool thing was that you know people came back to the booth to talk and uh to share about those things and uh i'll say one uh uh there's a uh, pastor campbell who uh was uh, a youth pastor um 
in the area, he talked, he just really hit me up. The, the message that I shared really was what he needed right then. And that was super encouraging, uh, just to be there with that. Um, and to know that it could be that in a, he actually spent a good amount of time at my booth throughout the day. And also, uh, he had a friend with him as well that, you know, we just really talked over, um, theology, ministry ideas, outreach, and it was just a really good experience in terms of just actually having those discussions at a show. Um, so that was really cool. The Bronner family, um, super supportive. Um, they've been really cool as to my family as well, just as, uh, through the cancer battle and everything else. Um, they've been, uh, just really neat and supportive in that. And it's just, and I, they're a blessing as well. And a shout out to our local GameStop who, uh, gave me an entire box of giveaways to give out the kids and stuff. So we had a bunch of giveaways, uh, as well at the, at the church service with that. But, um, the Bronner family was just there. It was really cool. And then, um, also, uh, Jenna Sibley, who, um, Jenna was the first person to have book five in my presence that I didn't give to them or sell to them. Like, um, like she walked up with her own copy of book five and it was really cool. And, um, Jenna was also just very encouraging throughout the day as well. And it's just a, it's a real blessing to be able to actually meet people who enjoy reading these things and, uh, who benefit from that and are encouraging. So, uh, but it was neat to see somebody else walk up with a book that I hadn't had before, but I, I really just, uh, church service went well. Um, the people were encouraging and supportive. And it was just really neat to be able to see the Myrtle beach family again, because I have, it, it's been a minute. Um, now the Grand Strand Comic Con shows, like at the mall and stuff, those have been great. They're, but it's just it's a different vibe from the convention center to the mall. And on that note, um, Brad and Jen Miller, who worked so hard to make that show happen, uh, Brad ended up going. You know, I, I hope I don't think this is like secret. It's been on their Facebook. Um, but Brad ended up going to the hospital uh, on Sunday during the show. Um, and so we spent a good amount of time at the show praying for him as well. Um, he's dismissed and they're, they're home and everything now. Um, but you know, that was just a, a crazy thing. I walked into Brad, said good morning to him, found out about, uh, where I needed to be at the show. And then like, he's in the hospital an hour later. And, uh, and Jenna, thank you for loving our books. Seriously. Thank you for, you know, just your, your whole presence with a big encouragement. But um, it was a it was a good day, and um, getting to be there to be supportive, and you know, I'll say this: uh, when uh, Brad was going to the hospital, I told Jen that uh, if they needed any help, just let me know because you know what, like I didn't have to stay at my booth; I could do whatever. She's like, we have forty volunteers, and let me just say, to be a show the size that it was, and have forty volunteers on deck to help with anything. That's awesome. And I, in my history of comic condom, have never had, <laughs> have never had that many people ask if I needed a bathroom break or if I needed, uh, water or, um, like, and I had somebody help me help carry my TV to my car, um, or ask to help break my booth down. Um, I've never had that many active volunteers, all up in my Kool-Aid uh, at a con before. So that was pretty neat. And uh, 
it, it was just like their volunteer base was good. Uh, it was it was a good start, and I know that you know it wasn't. I don't say this in any negative. It wasn't like the biggest show in the world. But in the same time, it was a good first step because this show had uh, run its course before COVID. So them starting back now is a really good step. So I look forward to it. And they're going to be doing a, the next Grand Strand show. It will be in November. I think it's a Thanksgiving weekend. So I would probably going to be at that one scheduling permitting but like i've missed so many shows uh due to oz over the last few weeks that it's kind of crazy um over the last month or two like basically everything in april and may i've missed and i only got to do uh oz i only got to do grand strand on sunday just because we had a rehearsal cancellation um but i'm about to gear up real hard for that for the you know and then once i get past june 12th uh, I'll be back to con life as normal as possible. Um, but I will say this. I only had one copy of book eight at the show and, um, I, I had it as a display. I wasn't really planning to sell it, but somebody lovingly bought it. And so I was like, I, in my soul, I was like, but it's my copy. It's my first copy. And, um, but I was like, no, y'all go ahead. Y'all take it. Um, which really was not, I'm not complaining about it, but all of the books for the rest of the summer showed up Monday after the show. Um, thank you, Keith. I, I'm, I, I, dude, I'm trying everything I can not to break a leg. I feel you on the sentiment, but like, uh, I'm wearing knee braces, ankle braces, elbow pads. Um, I got thrown across the stage by some flying monkeys last week and almost dislocated my elbow or broke it or I don't even know. Um, but I'm going to try to appropriately break my leg. Uh, but uh, I'm basically fully stocked for Hero Con, Heroes Con on books. And uh, we'll see how that goes from there. And um, by the way, for those listening on the podcast that didn't see the text, Keith told me to break a leg. Uh, Keith Gibbs, who runs uh, Fayetteville Comic Con. Um, yeah, purely from a thespian POV. Um, uh I don't want to break a leg, and I also don't want to die of heat stroke under my 40 pounds of fur wigs. Um, so that's going to be fun. But overall, XCon was a good experience. It was good to be back in Myrtle Beach. Good to be back in um, the convention center. Uh, I got to see uh, Princess Christiana, uh, if you know her, who does uh, a lot of mermaid stuff and cosplay. And uh, one of my favorite photos from the previously final XCon was was of her as the mighty thor uh, and she'd actually pinned me in my table with uh mjolnir and uh that was pretty cool and it was neat just to see her again and get a talk and uh we didn't get to talk a lot but we got to talk a little bit and it was good conversation and um it was just i was just grateful to see my south carolina peoples again and um looking forward to the shows uh coming up as well just once i get past oz um i'll be at heroes con I'll be at XCon. XCon, we're having a church service and a faith and fandom panel as well. Um, and then, uh, it, let's see, rest of August, we have um, Greenville Comic Con uh, on the 13th of August. And uh, Wake Forest Mini Con on August 20th are the immediate shows. Um, uh, Chris, 
Wish, Wishman? I'm going to say Wishman. I hope I'm not butchering it. Chris Wishman says, uh, looking forward to reading books two through eight, hoping we can get you up to Delaware for one of our Comic-Cons. Dude, I drove through Delaware uh, last May, and it's not the worst drive. Um, if you know any show promoters or anything like that, tell them to holler at me, or we can try and work something out. But uh, uh, I hope you enjoy books two through eight as well. Um, I uh, I feel like three five and seven are my favorite um eight i don't know i like them all so obviously they're my books um but i I enjoy them all um but yeah i I hope to get up through those as well and if you guys have shows that you want me to be at uh send me messages or tell your show promoters to hit me up i have a little uh card thingy for um show promoters that want to bring me in i don't like charge money just if you give me a table i'll do my best to show up um but uh before i bounce i just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you to our patreon supporters um i talk about our patreon supporters a lot but y'all uh after just paying um for hundreds of books uh for editing for book eight for publication for boost like there's a lot plus we currently have a children's book and a comic book in the work that we're going to be paying an artist for those because they're doing wonderful work and um i look forward to y'all seeing this in person um but uh our uh and our patreon supporters have been killing it so i just want to take a moment to say uh thank you to jillian i'm gonna blow these up so i can read these a little better um we have Jillian, who is one of our Patreon supporters, um, Jason Crutchfield, M- Michelle Byers, um, uh, uh, Mike Perna, Todd Turner. Hold on, I'm going to refresh this. I clicked on the wrong thing. There we go. Hold on. Uh, we have uh, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna. Todd Turner, Jonathan Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poirier, Chris Cook, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, Adam Davis, and Stephanie Schwann. Uh, You folks have been donating monthly to Faith and Fandom to help make all of our con stuff possible and the books and everything else on the website. So thank you all for that. Um, if you have interest in being a part of our Patreon, just head over to patreon.com slash faith and fandom. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook live, you can, uh, listen to the audio of this later on our podcast channel. And, um, you can also find radio segments, uh, our comic con podcast with love thy nerd the pull list on there audio chapters from the books and other stuff is on our podcast as well and that is faith and fandom.podbean.com and uh yeah uh just i appreciate y'all and i love y'all and thank you for being as cool as you are and all the ways you've been so supportive but yeah uh xcon was a great experience and i'm looking forward to uh being at our next show, which the next time you hear from me on this should be for Heroes Con. Um, I'm going to be doing Wizard of Oz uh, the 9th through the 12th of June. If you decide to come to Lumberton, North Carolina, and you want to watch the Wizard of Oz and watch me dance and sing in a 40-pound fursuit, you should get a ticket um, from the Carolina Civic Center website. Don't get it from a scam place. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for caring. And, uh... I hope you continue to just grow in your journey of finding God and geek culture. 
Bye.